Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. If you have been trying to declutter your house, and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. So welcome everybody to today's episode where we are talking about finishing the decluttering projects that you start. Now, the first thing I want to tell you is that how you do anything is how you do everything, which means that if you are starting 10 decluttering projects and finishing none of them, that's likely a pattern that repeats everywhere else in your life. And you can apply these same things to everywhere else in your life because what happens when we start things and we don't finish it is that it sits there in the back of our mind or it sits there in front of our face, right? In the form of clutter piles or unfinished projects, just quietly nagging at us, quietly cluttering up our thoughts, quietly bringing us down and making things suck for us, okay? So this is gonna be short and sweet because I'll. I'll be totally honest, I tried to complicate it, <laughs> but really when it comes to finishing the things that you start, it's really pretty simple. You have to focus on it until it's done. You have to not get distracted and let everything else pull you around in all of these different directions. You have to make yourself focus on it. So we're gonna talk about how to do that, but step number one, is that you have to know where you're starting, okay? And that can be tricky because clutter in itself is distracting and you likely already have a bunch of things started that you haven't finished, so you're not sure where to start. I can't tell you where to start. I can tell you two tips. I think starting with either the thing that's gonna have the most impact for you is the best place to start or start in the simplest place so that you can kind of build momentum and get some quick wins. Kind of just depends on your personality, depends on your season of life. But if you start with the thing that's most impactful, you're going to get the biggest benefit from it because you're going to feel the most relief from it. But if it's too much for you, if it's too overwhelming, then you can start with something that is like the easiest thing on your list, like something you know that you can start and finish very quickly see that it works, feel proud of yourself, use that momentum to move on to the next thing. Okay, so know where you're starting. Know that clutter is distracting. Hey, Shamra, and pick one spot, okay? You won't know, hello, Shamra, you won't know where you're starting. You won't know what to focus on unless you choose that one spot. Okay, so let's, let's make an example. If Caitlin is still here, we're going to talk about her closets real quick, okay? <laughs> because she was saying, I need help with my closets. And I asked you guys again in the group, like, what you need help with. I had a feeling that when I saw Caitlin's notification pop up, she was going to say something about the closets. So let's talk about her closets. She has to pick that spot. Um, and she has to know that this spot is likely going to be distracting is likely going to be full of a lot of things that are gonna take her throughout the rest of the house because she's gonna to have to take stuff out of the closet. Maybe she finds cleaning supplies that need to go under the sink with the cleaning supplies. Maybe she finds stuff like tools or whatever that needs to go into the garage where they belong. 
And what happens is when you start pulling and sifting through this stuff in this one spot that you chose, you get pulled in a lot of different directions throughout the house. And then you want to start focusing on the garage or focusing on the cleaning supplies under the cabinet. Hey, Christy. Okay. So know that the one spot you pick is going to lead you to other places and it's going to make you want to do like if you give a mouse a cookie thing and go here and here and here and here and here and here don't fall for it take the thing where it needs to go and come back to your spot okay be prepared for that don't fall victim to it don't let your clutter tell you what to do right just go put it where it needs to be and come back to your one spot so that you can finish it you can do it start to end. Now, I wrote my notes out of order. So let's talk about some steps real quick for the purging process. Okay. So say you pick your closet. That's what you want to focus on. You are going to purge first. Okay. You're going to stay single task focused instead of trying to multitask on purging and organizing and deciding what to keep. You're going to single task. You're going to get a bag you are going to get rid of everything that you know for sure and can make an easy decision on is leaving, is getting out. Okay, put it in the bag, take it away, or I'm not gonna say put it in your car and save it for later. Make a plan of when exactly you are going to go take that. Guaranteed, this is not staying in my home stuff out of your house so that it's not sitting there unfinished because that is a part of not finishing what you start is completing the process and following through and actually taking the stuff that you put in a purge pile out of your house to the new place, to the donation center or to the wherever it is that you're going. Okay. Wherever it is that it is going, get it out, follow through, purge it first. Then the next step is to find a home for everything else. Maybe the home for the stuff that's staying is still in the closet. Arrange it how you want to keep it, okay? Or take it to the other area of the house where it needs to go, okay? I tell you guys this all the time that you should have a place for everything and everything in its place. It should be a singular place for most things, okay? Like keeping all cleaners, in one central location. For me, it's under my kitchen sink, um, bathroom cleaners. I have, I, I simplify my stuff. I use Thieves household cleaner so I can use it for the entire house. Um, but that's where I keep like my, my scrub brushes, my, what, what are my magic erasers, my spray bottles with all the cleaners in it. It all stays in one space. Okay. Because I used to have kitchen stuff in the kitchen bathroom stuff in the bathroom, stuff in like the hallway closet for convenience. You know, that's what I told myself, but, um, it never, it, it was not convenient because I would run out of things or I would have 10 of some things and I wouldn't know where it was and I'd move it and I'd be like, Oh, it's fine. I'll just put it here and then put it somewhere later. Like having one central location, I think is the best solution. Um, it takes me an extra 30 seconds to walk from the kitchen to the bathroom to get the stuff to wash to clean the bathroom like come on like I, I'm not that lazy that I can't walk from the kitchen to bathroom when it's time to clean the bathroom okay anyway find a home for everything after you purge and also know that this is going to do the same thing it's going to lead you to other places in your home 
and you're going to want to start decluttering there or purging there or focusing on that, don't do it. Finish what you started before you move on. Okay, now let's talk about the other distraction that comes up that prevents you from finishing what you start, um, and that are our kids. Okay, they're going to distract us. They are going to <laughs> get in our way. They are going to need th things at the most inconvenient times. That's okay. Expect that. Don't get mad at them for being kids and being their mom and the one that they need help from, right? Like, stop what you're doing, handle what they need, come back to what you're doing, okay? And I will give, when I did my heavy, heavy purging of our entire home, my kids were two and four. So it was really freaking hard. I did, my husband literally was 4,500 miles away from me. I had no help. I was working 10 hours a day. Um, it was exhausting. I had to keep them entertained while I was doing all of the purging. I will be just totally honest and tell you that it wasn't perfect. I did what I had to do. I gave them iPads and I let them watch movies and I let them make messes in other areas of the house so that I could focus on what I needed to do because that's just what I had to do at the time. Okay. It wasn't perfect. If you are wanting it to be perfect, go listen to the episode about perfectionism and letting it go. Because if I had chosen to be a perfectionist and be like, I'm going to run this house like Mary Poppins and declutter, guess what? It never would have, it never would have happened. Okay? I never would have made any progress. So I just was like, it's going to suck. It's going to be miserable. If you put a camera up in my house right now, it's going to be ugly, <laughs> but I don't care because I have to get this done. Right. So, um, just know that your kids, they're going to be a distraction. You can't get rid of them. Maybe you can get a babysitter if you're lucky. Maybe you can call in backup from your family or your friends. Um, but for most of us, like we're just going to have to do it when it's inconvenient, when it's frustrating, when our kids are making messes. And that's okay because it's going to be worth it, right? The other option is to not do it, which I have another episode about it. Yes, decluttering is hard, especially as a mom, but what's harder is not doing it, right? So you have to pick, like, what do you want? What do you want? You want to carry on letting things get harder and harder? Or do you want to make it suck right now and be hard right now so that it actually can be better in the future? Okay. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty much it, guys. There's no secret. There's no, I mean, I guess these are the secrets. Stay focused. Do it start to finish and then pick another area to do start to finish. There's no magic formula. There's no secret solution. There's no magical way to make everything perfect and line up exactly how you want. There's no way to eliminate distractions. Like you just have to do it. Now I will say this, if you need help figuring out what to do, when to do it, how to do it, get into either the purgeathon. Hey Jamie, the purgeathon which is a free challenge. It's three days. It gives you three projects each day. So you actually get nine projects total that you can do quickly and easily start to finish. Okay. It gets you in the flow of things. It gets your momentum built. It gets you seeing that you can, first of all, start something and finish it. You can make progress. It doesn't have to be miserable. Um, and you get a, quickly decluttered house for all of these areas. 
If you want more, get into the course, Seven Days to an Uncluttered Home, which is what it sounds like. It's seven focused days. You don't have to do it in seven days. You have lifetime access for, to it, but um, it helps you declutter the most commonly overwhelming areas of the home for moms, which is laundry, dishes, toys, bathroom, cars, and surfaces. And I have it set up so that you have an accountability system and it's telling you, go declutter this. Okay, do it in this way, go declutter the toys. Boom, boom, boom. Here's your checklist, do it, do it, do it, then move on to the next. Here we do laundry. Here's how you do it, boom, 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 step by step, you're finished, move on to the next one. Dishes, here's how you declutter dishes, here's your checklist, do it start to finish, boom, 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 you're done, move on, right? Like it's so simple and it gives you that start to finish process um so that you're not like guessing and like wandering around and like I don't know what to do right I laid it out for you I show you how to do it so um I recommend both of those they go together the purge-a-thon is like a mini one if you're like I'm not sure seven days is for like you're like yes I need to do this I want the help help me okay it's like forty dollars it's super affordable and Everybody who does it sells more clutter in that one week and makes their money back usually like three or four times the amount of the course. So I'm just saying, <laughs> if you want to get serious, get in that course. Um, okay, so let's go back and catch up on comments real quick and then I'm going to hang up because I have a solo episode to record for you guys today. Um, Shamra says, Having to keep in my zone as we speak because I know the other areas will get done soon. Yes. I'm terrible at follow through and I see it across so many areas of my life. Yes. How you do anything is how you do everything. Um, so these things you can apply to other areas of your life. Oops. Um, Danielle says seven days was a life changer for me. Danielle did seven days to an uncluttered home with me. The very first time I ran it. I made it. I was like, I don't know if this is going to help anybody. <laughs> I hope this is good. And turns out it's very helpful for a lot of people. So, um, I don't say that just because I made it. I say that because everybody who gets into it and does it is like, Oh my gosh, that was very helpful. And they do it like two or three or four times because that's how decluttering works. You do it once you're like, man, I feel good. I've got some relief. And then you all of a sudden like see new clutter coming up and sneaky ways or like clutter hiding in corners that you didn't notice before because you had laundry piles everywhere. Now you don't have laundry piles. So you're like, Oh my God, what do I do? Right? Like seven days, seven days is like your best friend, your best friend for decluttering. It's your worst enemy for your clutter, but it's best friend for you. Right? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I got to go. I'm going to go record a solo episode for you guys. I hope this was helpful. If it was helpful, tell your friends about it because I know you've probably got friends who are struggling with their clutter as well. And the whole point of this is to find things that help you and then share them with your friends because we can use social media for something good, right? Something good, something productive, something helpful instead of getting sucked into cat videos all the time. So I will see you guys later. Hey friend, did you love this episode? 
If you did, I would love if you took a screenshot of it and shared it with somebody else. Okay. The whole point of this is to create a community of moms who get each other, who support each other and who, when they find something that helps them, they share it with somebody. So I would love if you shared this podcast with somebody with maybe just a little note about how it helped you or how it inspired you so that it can help somebody else. I would also love it if you left me a review. Leaving a review lets me get better stats on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it helps me help more moms like you. I would so appreciate it. If you hated this episode, I'm sorry, but I'm also kind of impressed that you listened to it all and you're still listening. So still leave me a review, still share it (laughs) because I'm sure somebody can benefit from it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.